Nail or Beauty School was just the beginning, right? What on earth do you do now? Welcome to the Salon Success Podcast with Monaco Nail Academy. Our topics stretch beyond nails and into all things salon related, business marketing and social media, and at very least hits you with real honest stories about our experiences. This isn't school, this is real life, real business and really freaking hard work. The Salon Success Podcast is recorded live on Mondays at 5pm New Zealand time via facebook.com forward slash Monaco Nail Academy and available on Spotify and Google Playlists. Before we get started, wherever you are, thumbs up, tag a friend in the comments, or hit that share button and support small business. Hey guys, it's Jessie here from Monaco Nail Academy, and for today, I am joined by nobody. <laughs> it's just me today. So, hey Teresa, it's good to see you here. Um, so, I would love for you guys to be commenting today and um, sharing with us some of your highs or lows or whatever I sort of I'm talking about so that um, we have something to talk about um, otherwise pretty sure I can talk like I know how to talk everybody knows I'm a bit of a babbler so I don't think we'll have any trouble filling the time at all so let's jump right into the deep end um, we like to be real on here so Teresa I want you to tell me what's one thing you struggled with this week um, and I can see there are a few more viewers, so if anybody else is watching, hop in and tell us what the hardest thing was about your business this week, even if it wasn't a nail salon, any other salon, just what you do, what was your struggle this week. Um, my struggle was probably just mentally, so um, French acrylic, holy moly. Okay, yeah, so Teresa here. We'll go straight into Teresa's. So Teresa's struggle this week was French acrylic. But Teresa, you were the one, right, that posted on Monaco Novices and Grads with your um, extended nail bed sculpted French. So I think they were amazing. <laughs> and you did them in only just two hours I couldn't even do that like I'm I'm slow that's probably my biggest struggle but they were beautiful but um that hey hey Abby there's something that I want to touch on later in the um podcast and that's sort of things that we don't enjoy doing in our business so sometimes even like even though I thought your French acrylics were pretty flipping good Teresa it might be something that you just find really hard to do and it really drains you and you don't necessarily enjoy doing them yet because you're still in the I know that you're sort of um a serial podcast watcher so um I don't know if you remember the podcast about the five steps you're still very consciously skilled right now in French acrylics and so they can seem hard um, I hope that's what it is anyway but yeah that that's a struggle for me I just did a French acrylic set last week with Penny it's just part of upskilling and my training and stuff and so I got to do another French acrylic set and um, they're hard <laughs> and they're not they're not a service that's offered often and so yeah it, they're not a service that's offered often and so 
you can sort of feel like you're getting on top of it and then all of a sudden you don't have anybody want it for like four months and then you've got to do it again so it's really hard to pick up speed um she's Teresa said oh thanks mate yeah it was a real challenge for me to get it so perfect mental strain having to juggle two kids a full-time job husband house and training yes I wonder if men particularly husbands on their list of to-do lists whether they think that their wife is something like it's a job like like I think as mothers and salon owners and women just women in general um we have like our list of things that we're responsible for and we sort of yeah like marriage is a responsibility like it's not something that just gets flicked to the side like you're not just married like you have to be married <laughs> and so I, I wonder yeah not even I wonder if men sort of think oh yeah I've got my job and I've got my meetings that I go to on a Thursday night and I've got squash on a Monday night and I've got my children and my wife I don't think I just don't even think that that's on their list really <laughs> so yeah women women tend to have a few more balls consciously to juggle than men do um my struggle this week um so I started off by saying it my struggle this week was mentally um anybody else who's in here let us know what your struggle is this week um mine was mentally because I sort of was facing a week where I thought I had no clients I think I maybe I knew about one Anyway, I thought I had no clients. So my hours are Wednesday, 9.30 to 2.30. And then I go and pick up the kids. And then from 4 to 9 p.m. And then I also work on a Friday night at 4 to 9 p.m. And I think looking into the week, I had nothing. Um, and part of the... Um, pricing for profit or how to set your prices online module that I got from Penny um, she was saying how to set your hours and in those hours that you have set yourself even if you don't have clients you are hustling and um, and so I really made sure that this week and I have like since I've started since I've got my cabin I've made sure that those hours that I'm actually um, I'm actually hustling and I'm doing my social media and I'm sorting out my admin and I'm cleaning my room and I'm painting nail art swatches because nail art's really not my forte. And I'm looking at what I can do for one-ups and things like that. But I still was facing a week of no clients. So for me, that was just like, oh, you know, like this was the first week where I'd actually suffer a loss of rent money like I was paying the rent money but I was I didn't have any money coming in and then I literally for like I don't know how it happened but I ended up with one two three four four clients on the Wednesday and then two clients on the Friday and then I booked a girls night on the Saturday night so I ended up not making a loss at all and it was just and I know that that sounds like a high but it was a low for me at the beginning of the week because 
I'm quite sensitive with my emotions <laughs> and my anxiety. And it was just a little bit like up and down and up and down and up and down. Um, facing a week with what I thought would be a loss and then ending with being quite busy. And I think that for me, it was a low because I found it really hard to pick myself up and look at the week positively, even though it ended up well. So something that I learned from that, I guess, was things, especially in salons and in the beauty industry, can turn around just like that. And so I think this week I'm facing a low client week, um, but I know that it's going to turn around just because I've, I mean, I'm new to this salon thing. So I, like, it's quite fun to see it turn around so quickly, but also not very good for my heart. But um, so yeah, that was my low for the week. We will um, head on to some happier notes and we'll talk about highlights. So I can see that there are a few viewers in here and I would love to hear your highlights for the week. Um, me and Teresa have shared our lows. Um, so my high for the week, I don't know that, so I sort of covered it a little bit in the low because of what I learned from my low. Um, but I guess my high is that I did have a bit of time and so I practiced some nail art. And for me, nail art's really hard and I'm not a natural at it and I like being, I'm quite good at it, but when it comes up, nail art in my head and doing somebody's nails, like I can't do that. I have to pull inspiration from other nail artists and, and sort of change it up a bit. Um, so a high for me this week is that I actually sat down and I'd like gotten on top of all my admin and um, done everything else that I wanted to do and some new, I got some new nail art swatchy little things um, so I can paint like five fingers at a time um, and I thought right I'm going to sit there and do some nail art and my high was that I actually enjoyed my afternoon doing that like I was just like oh here we go like I already knew what I wanted to do, but I knew that I was going to start doing them and it wouldn't look anything how I thought it was going to look. But it ended up looking good. And I did about three or four sets um, just on my, like, five-finger swatches. And so it means that I've got some stuff to post on Facebook. Nail art um, posts always drum up quite a lot of... Um, engagement because it's something different like there's only so many plain manis you can look at like even though I feel like I paint well and my plain manis look lovely like it would be nice for me to show people what I can do on the nail art side even though nail art scares the crap out of me so Abby um we're going back to Lowe's Abby has a low so Abby Bagnall said one of her lows was finally deciding that one of my favorite clients is not allowed gel polish anymore as she will not stop picking it off and is really damaging her nails. 
I don't love traditional polish, but it's better for her. It's hard, eh? Like it's hard to it's hard to make those calls. Like it's like making the calls of what's best for your kids. Like it isn't always a thing you want to do. But like with our clients, you know, learning with Monaco, you learn that integrity is everything when it comes to diagnosing your clients and looking after your clients and you know, like just being honest about things and yeah okay so gel polish might bring you more money it might um look a little bit better when she leaves the salon and so people are looking at that but what i see there is that your priority is her not damaging her nails and giving you a bad reputation because she's damaging her nails um yeah I think you should be proud of yourself for doing that because that's hard. I don't love working with traditional polish, but um, yeah, it sounds like it would be better for her nails because she can just remove it herself. I find that a lot of my clients um, end up picking off because I don't have, I do have a few clients that come back every two or three weeks now, now that I've started working regularly. Um, they're coming back more regularly but I have people like lots of people just go for gel polishes for like one-offs and I'm trying like what we talked about before upselling I'm trying really hard to sell the um, my at-home soak off kits when I know that they're not going to come back to me to soak it off um, but it's really hard for me when they don't want to buy it to not just like give it away to them for free because, and I'm wondering whether I should change because this, this last time I changed my prices, I didn't, I just included my gel polish price with removal. So I priced it all into my removal and I'm just wondering if before I actually do a price list, I should actually sort out whether I'm going to price in an at-home removal kit, even if it's just five little um, double remover pads to give them so that I know that they're removing it properly and not giving me a bad name and it means that they don't think that gels damage your nails and they will come back to me when they have another dinner or birthday or anniversary later on so that's something that you could look into is maybe um, upselling her for an at-home removal kit but I definitely think that you've made a good decision to keep her on traditional polish I mean, Penny did like a seminar last week on who suits what. Um, and I know that you know that traditional polish doesn't last as long. But if she's picking it off after a few days, then traditional polish is fine because traditional polish does last a few days. So that's cool. But, yeah, that's a hard, it's a hard decision to make because everybody loves gel polish. Um... I thought I saw another comment come through. No. So what was your high, Abby? We've talked about your low. What was your high? I'll move on to our one-ups. So something we like to do around here is one-ups. Um, and a one-up takes an idea of a constant improvement and makes it bite-sized. So clients are impressed, impressed by a salon that they can see constant improvement and that is daunting but doing a one-up is a small thing every fortnight so that improvement is consistent but achievable i have um 
I have always had quite different one-ups and I've had quite a few because I've opened my salon recently. Um, but my one-up this um, fortnight is I have some new colours, but um, I'm not too great at releasing them two colours at a time. But my one-up is going to be the matte top coat that I bought because, like, holy moly, I can't seem to keep my buffers sharp enough, long enough to do, and I always end up with, like, a, a shiny ring at the back when I do it with my buffer. So to take down my service time, I have a matte top coat, and I am so excited because I think matte nails look so beautiful, especially when you've done, like, really simple nail art or foils. Like have you ever done – have you ever seen matte foil nails? Oh, so excited. So that is arriving tomorrow, I think, and um, I'm going to do some nail art swatches and paint my nails. Um, I've just removed one hand because I completely smashed my finger. Um so for my new colors, I'm going to paint my nails with matte top coat so that and just make sure that I advertise that I have that now. So that's my small one up for the next two fortnight or next two weeks fortnight. Um, Abby Bagnall's high was just having a week that was still as busy as a summer week. And I have bought a red file today for my MSDS file. Yay, that's so cool. You were listening last week. Well done. I actually saved all my new ones to my computer but I still haven't printed them off but I'm getting there after my um after podcast last week so your high was just having a week that was still as busy as a summer week that's awesome that's so cool that is so cool to hear that um especially after daylight savings like we're dropping into the dead of winter now to have a week that's just as busy as a summer week that's awesome um Teresa's back. Hi, Teresa. We're talking about one-ups. Do you have a one-up or a high? Um, so something that we haven't shared, I'm not sure that whether we did this last week, but we love the competition-free zone. So we've done a couple of podcasts about this before, um, where we support and build our peers instead of seeing them as competition to be feared or fought. So... Um, we're just going to take this off. Teresa's high was as much my Frank, French acrylic as it was a challenge. It was also my high. That is, that was like me as well. Like my, I thought I was facing a week of no clients and it was quite hard to deal with. But then I learned when you're at your lowest, actually things can spring back so quickly in the um, beauty industry. So, um, yeah, and you learned by posting on Monaco Novices and Grads, even though you struggled with that set, everybody was, like, mega impressed with that set. I thought they were gorgeous. Um, okay, so we're talking about a competition-free zone, and we're going to um, – I'd love you guys to start leaving some things in the comments if you wanted to do this um either um your favorite set like teresa go and post in the comments of this because other people who aren't on novices and grads won't see that set post a photo in the comments here of your um extended nail bed 
sculpted French set for everybody to see. And um, I'd love for you guys to tag anybody that um, you have loved following this week. So somebody that I really love following, um, I actually have a few, but I'll like share them one a week. Um, somebody that I'd love to go and get my nails done by um, is Glossed Nails by Sarah. Sarah Zane is a... Um, a student of ours and um, I just love her work like she's really I don't know her manis are just so clean and her nail art is just so precise and I don't know I think she's just me and me and her mine and her nail art um, style I think she's got the same sort of style that I have and so whenever I see her nail art I just like light up so um, you guys head over to her Instagram page or Facebook page glossed nails by Sarah um, and check out some of her nail art because she's brilliant she's definitely a natural um, cool so if you're still if you're here listening I can see that we still have a few listeners we'd love you to do us a favor and hit the like button if you're enjoying this video and while you're listening please do us a favor and tag a friend in the comments that would enjoy this episode as, as well as somebody that you enjoy following um, to help us embrace our competition free zone but um, just while we're halfway we just wanted to let you know that our new Auckland studio is available for play practice by appointment Monday to Friday including three evenings a fortnight Bring a model, bring a friend and practice anything you want under the guidance of an educator. Um, bring your own product or you can have access to all of ours, including our nail art supplies, which is extensive, for only $10 a day. So PM our Facebook page for more info. So we're going to get into some of the topics and questions we have for the week. Um, and something I chose... Um, was, and this is where we were going to go back to Teresa's French acrylic set. Um, which service do you enjoy providing the most? Why does it have a positive or negative impact on your client experience? Don't worry, I will repeat these. What do you wish you enjoyed but just can't? And what service do you enjoy wearing the most? So, um, what service do I enjoy providing the most? Like physically doing, I enjoy dip because it's really relaxing and there's no like, I don't know, it's just relaxing to me. It's, I also enjoy getting dip because like, I don't know, like have you ever like done dip and had your had your finger dipped into the powder like it's just really relaxing and it's like quite a tactile experience and so for me I just like end up like really floppy I really like doing dip um, but I guess I guess if somebody was to say to me do whatever you want like I enjoy the outcome of gel polish the most so I guess that's what I enjoy providing the most. Physically, I enjoy doing the, um, oh, Teresa can't post a photo. I might try, oh, look at that afterwards and try and sort that out for you, Teresa. 
Um, so I enjoy physically doing the dip um, services, but I enjoy the outcome of a gel polish the most. Why? Because it's just so clean and it lasts. And um, it just makes good photos. Um, I really enjoy short nails. I think short nails, short gel polish nails are just really classy looking and it's just the look I love for my page. And so I just enjoy doing it. It's quick. Um, it has great results and I just love it. Um, does this have a positive or negative impact on my client experience? Obviously a positive. I like that it dries straight away so I can use a hot towel straight away. I'm very nervous using a hot towel on dip. Um, my dip clients, even though I know after four minutes everything's fine, it's just a bit nerve-wracking. So I enjoy the process of my gel polish and hot toweling them and just, just the results you can get from such little effort. And to me, it's, um, it's probably the service I am most unconsciously skilled at. So like it's not something I really have to think about. It's just, it's very therapeutic painting. Um, I also love watching the client's faces when I'm doing a gel polish because, I don't know, it always frustrates me on the first coat when they're saying, oh, that's such a nice color. I'm so glad I chose that color. And I'm like, stop looking at them first coat looks awful like stop it it's like when you're telling them like don't look at your nails filing fixes everything when you're doing acrylics <laughs> so i guess it's nice that they already love the color but to me i interpret it as them like trying to get over the awkwardness of oh this color is a little bit scary because it's all patchy and so i just interpret it wrong but um uh, what do I wish I enjoyed but just can't? Teresa agrees the powder is very satisfying. It is. It's just like, especially for the client, I think that it's just really relaxing. And you're I know that with a gel polish you're holding the hand, but with dip you're like moving your hands and touching them a lot. And it really is like like when you're getting your hair done you go kind of like it like lets off the endorphins like you go kind of like all relaxed and i think that my dip clients get really relaxed and i notice them sort of sitting there and just watching like this and it's just so fun to do because i know that at the end of it they're like super relaxed whereas a gel polish like it's just like slightly quicker but not as a tactile as tactile of an experience um, what do I wish I enjoyed but just can't? I wish I enjoyed doing acrylics, but I just can't. Um, but I still do them because they bring in good money and um, I'm one of the only people in my town that can offer acrylics. Um the only reason I still do them is because I really feel like I'm not unconsciously skilled at them yet, meaning I um, it's not something that just comes naturally to me. So it's still my brain is working quite hard still when I'm doing the acrylics. 
And I think that's why it's still hard for me right now. Like what I was saying about your set, Teresa, is it's just probably a bit draining right now. But once you've done it a few times, um, or more than a few times, once you've started doing it as quite a regular service, then it becomes easier and you can enjoy it because your brain can switch off a bit more. Whereas right now, my brain just can't switch off with acrylics. And um, But it's something that I've decided that I'm going to master. So it's something that I'm going to keep doing until I do a good set and at the end I'm like, oh, I didn't even like notice that being hard. For me, it's when I get to the second hand of filing. So my application, I feel fine, even though my brain is like, oh, are these actually going to work out? And my first hand of filing, I'm always like, oh, yeah, they worked out. Like, they look really good. But then second hand of filing, it's like, oh, crap, I'm going to do another hand of filing. <laughs> so um, I wish I enjoyed it, but right now I just can't. But I've decided that I'm going to keep going and I'm going to master it. Um I did enjoy the dip white wiggle. Teresa, that is my favorite. That is my absolute favorite. Even though doing French acrylics is just flipping hard and hard work. And I was saying like how I'm choosing to master it rather than not enjoy it. But um, the dip white wiggle is so awesome. It's so cool. Like not only is it a fun move or um skill to do it also is so satisfying once you've done it because it fixes the smile line like completely like it looks so good once you've um fixed your done your dip white wiggle for those of you who are following and aren't nail technicians and want to know what the dip white wiggle is it is where you dip your acrylic brush in the monomer wipe it on the side Wiggle it on a lint-free brush and it makes your um, acrylic brush very flat, like it has a really um, long flat line. And then you dip your brush into the acrylic powder at a 90 degree angle and then you slide that line of acrylic, that tiny, tiny, tiny amount of product into the corner of your smile line and you can um, make your smile line really deep and really crisp. And that is a move we call the dip white wiggle. And it fixes everything. Like you can push your white bead down and be like, oh, my smile line just isn't sharp enough at the corners. Do the dip white wiggle and everything just looks perfect. And it's so awesome. Um, it took me a while to master though, Teresa. Did it take you a while? But once I mastered it, I was just like, I fucking love this. It's so good. <laughs> just makes everything so much easier. Um, what service do you enjoy wearing the most? So, Abby, if you're still in, what's your favorite service to wear? I enjoy gel polish when my nails are short so that is my favorite to wear when my nails are short um but my favorite to wear when my nails are growing a bit is dip because i can't wear gel polish once my nails have gone beyond the free edge too much because um i'm just too hard on my nails being a mum 
and my nails aren't as strong as some of my clients nails. so um once once my nail goes maybe half a centimeter off the fridge i have to start wearing dip but then once my nails are long my favorite thing to wear is dip because it just keeps them so strong and for some reason i feel like my nails grow like way quicker with dip i was talking to another nail tech about this holly uh, nails by hj and she said that once she has something stronger on her nails her nails grow faster i don't know if there's any science to it but i've found that too like maybe somebody can jump in and say that but i find that when i have dip on yeah my nails grow faster it's weird don't know maybe it's just maybe it's not a thing but i think it is <laughs> um so yeah so i enjoy wearing gel polish when my nails are short and dip definitely when my nails are long because they're basically like an acrylic overlay but they don't look like an acrylic overlay um okay so we're going to go on to our accountability moment see i told you i could fill the time i told you i'm by myself but i knew i could fill the time <laughs> um so the accountability moment that i have chosen to discuss with you today is um do you know which social media post of yours was most popular last month and why do you think that was um Oh, we'll quickly go to Abby. So Abby said, I only wear gel polish and have to be super short because of massage. And I'm really boring at the moment. I love clear. So I have to make myself do something funky on my ring fingers. No, that's cool. I really like um, short nails. Um, I prefer to wear my nails short. Like you can see here. This is the finger that I smashed. So all the glitters come off. I just have like plain glitter. Um, I love like short red nails or short dark nails um, and I've never done it yet but almost every time I redo my nails I'm like I would love to just manicure my nails and just put a gel base coat and a gel top coat and just have really lovely manicured clear nails um, so I actually think that's awesome you're not boring at all I'm boring too, if you're boring. <laughs> um, so you have to make yourself do something funky on the ring fingers. Oh, I'd love to see what you do. Um, I actually really like foils on naked nails as well. So like negative space and just foils, like they look really cool. Um, so we're gonna go back to our accountability moment. What post was your most popular on Facebook? And why do you think that is? Now, I came off of my Facebook, but I didn't mean to. And I'm going to go and tell you quickly some of the things that you can, I don't know if you know, that you can see when you go on your business page. And of course, because I'm on live video, my whole computer's like freaking out so come on it's just not showing up for me <laughs> so 
if you go onto your business page on Facebook, um, there is a bar across the top which has your inbox and your appointments and things like that if you choose to book through that. Um, and there's a tab called Insights. And what's really cool about Insights is you can see your posts and how many people liked them, how much engagement you got, and how it performed according to other posts that you've had. Um, and I'm just, when it actually loads, I'm going to show you what my most popular post was. So I don't know if you know that you can do this. So my most popular last month, oh, which was May. Oh, was it that? Have I only been open four weeks? Yeah, I've only been open four weeks. I thought I'd been open longer. Okay, so obviously my biggest post was my I'm back, my cabin's finished. Um, and I posted photos of me, um, my decorated space in my salon. And that reached 2.1K people. And it had... 748 engagements, so 748 people clicked on the post through. Um, so that doesn't include people that just saw it in their feed. So, so it reached 2.1K people saw it, 748 people clicked on it and looked at my post, and 125 people shared it, commented, or reacted to it. Um, I know why that was the most popular because lots of people knew that it was about to happen. Um, it was very exciting for me, and so I sort of sounded very excited in my caption because I was. It had four photos for people to look at, it was beautiful, if I don't mind saying so myself. Um, and I also um, spent a lot of time sharing it on my page, on my Instagram, posting it to my local, um, my local, not swap and sell, my local um, community page. Um, and so that's how lots of people saw it. Um, other than that, I'm averaging on about 150 to 250, 300 reach on most of my posts. So 150 to 300 is my normal reach. Um, so this 2.1K for my opening was massive, but I know the reason for that. I would say my most popular post that has stood out this month, like just from a normal post, like no different to any of my other posts, was um, a picture of some nail art I found that I did a while back. And that was because Penny was asking me for some photos to put on the website. And um, I had to dive into my archives and I was just like, oh, I've never posted this one. I'll post this one because I think it's gorgeous. And that has reached almost double what all my other posts has reached. 
and I had like 30, 38 um, comments, likes or shares. Um, yeah, and it reached double what it usually reached. So I need to do more of that kind of nail art. That was actually stamping and glitter. And when I look at that photo, it's very me. And I think it's because I, I think I chose the colors on that one. So I just need to, I think I need to embrace um, I think I need to embrace it when people sit in front of me and say, do what you want. Because <laughs> I actually get mad at my clients when they say that. I'm like, no, you need to tell me right now what you want. Because you are paying and you are going away for three weeks with nails that you might not like. So I need to ask them for maybe a keyword like nude or dark or floral and then I need to learn how to be a bit more creative because I just find it really hard to think and I think that that's probably my challenge is to let myself be a bit more creative and not be so scared to be creative. Um, Abby Bagnall, wow, those are awesome numbers, well done. Thank you. Yeah, I worked quite hard on that post. So um, I'm glad that it reached that many people <laughs> I also that was um, a lot of people um, that post a lot of it went to my family as well so not everybody from my personal Facebook page follows follows shine nail design um, but because I posted it on my personal page that reached everybody on my Facebook um, on my Facebook personal timeline as well. So it's sort of like all merged together and it was great. I was I was quite proud of my space. So yeah, um, have you recently gone onto your Facebook page and gone onto Insights and seen some of the things that you can see? There are so many different things. Um, they have like graphs to see who, um, what age, what gender, what country is visiting your views, um, what day got the most views, what times of the day got the most views. So like I can go back and see my posts insights and see, oh, that actually only got 70 engagement, which is low on your av on my average um, insight, on my average um, reach. And I can be like, oh, that's because I posted it at two o'clock in the afternoon. Or, oh, that's because I posted it. I'd forgotten to do a post for the day and I posted it at 11.30 p.m. on a Thursday night. And so it doesn't reach the same people. So um, insights are a great way to see um, how you can get better engagement with your posts. And just by looking at the numbers, you can be like, Oh, that's why. I think you can even see what your hashtags have done. I don't really use hashtags for Facebook. Um, but I think you can see what your hashtags have done for you as well. But um, that's something I don't have time to do right now. And I'm going to get lost and I'll just be babbling the whole time. <laughs> so, 
Um, just before we wrap up, I wanted to just thank you all for joining me today and commenting um, and liking because I was by myself today. Um, and just wanted to remind you that our new Orcon studio, studio behind me is available for play and practice by appointment Monday to Friday, which includes three evenings a fortnight. So you can bring a model or a friend and practice anything you want under the guidance of an educator like myself or Penny or anybody else that you've seen on the podcast. Um, bring your own product or you can have access to all of ours, including our nail art supplies for only $10 a day. Um, PM our Facebook page for more information so yeah i just want to thank you again for coming on and chatting with me and um listening today so with all that done and dusted before you disappear don't forget to like our page or follow the podcast so you don't miss our next episode next week and um, we'll be back just after 5 p.m next monday but until then you can check out my um, my page at Shine Now Design NZ, which is the same on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I'd love to see you all um, sharing somebody that you love to follow. I will try and link Gloss Nails by Sarah below. I will try and post um, Teresa's uh, French acrylic set in the comments below i was just trying to think how i would do it because i can't link the novices and grads post um maybe you can message monaco with that photo um teresa and we will get it up in the description or we will link to it in our youtube description so um yeah we'd love to see you again back again next monday have a great week um, start thinking about um, what you have learned from your highs and lows this week and let us know what goes on next week. See you.